We will only have one chance. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor. I go by Fifth of Daybreak Online, and with me I have the rest of the Fluffles gang. I am John, I go by Clover My Online, and I play Tony Darkomancy. I'm David, and I play Lord Falco. My name is Brian. Or Warwick. My name <laughs> is Brian, and my character is called Tajmel. I'm Kelly, and I play Merida. Uh, let's jump back in. Uh, so we're going to pick this back up uh, right where uh, Lord Spook has threatened Tajmil to take him to Alloy's mansion or throw him in prison. Um, we have Kelly back with us again. Uh, and so uh, Tony, I believe, would be very quick to go get Merida on any trip to visit Alloy. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Um, so let's go ahead and RP that scene with Tony waking Merida up. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, Tony basically just, like, runs up the stairs and, like, goes to, like, blast on the door and, like, oh, wait, she's sleeping. And he just kind of starts knocking softly, Merida, Merida, wake up. Then, you know, knocks a little louder, Merida, Merida, wake up. And then starts going full bore, Merida, Merida, wake up, we need you. So, Merida's gonna get out of the bed, like, slam open the... Thank preservation. Um... Lord Mistborn's here. Oh. And he wants to meet Alloy. Oh. How did this come about? Uh, Tajmil brought him here. He did, did he? And then I told him about Alloy. Oh, you did, did you? Okay. I did. Let's go meet him. I tried to do my best while you were sleeping. I know you really wanted to get your shut eye. Let's go meet him. All right, and yeah, Tony. Tony comes back down the stairs. So, uh, uh, Merida, when you come down the stairs, um, you see Tajmil, and Tajmil has dark bruising around his neck. Um, you notice that his uh, clothes are incredibly dirty, as if he's been rolling around on the street. Um, he's got a really beaten up look to him. Um, his uh, he's kind of like almost sagging where he stands. He's having a hard time, like just keeping himself upright. Uh, just from how much that he's been beaten up. And then standing next to him, uh, you see the obviously recognizable figure of the Lord Spook standing in his mist cloak. Okay, so Merida's gonna curtsy to Lord Spook and just say, Good evening, um, Lord Mistborn. How can I help you? Tell me, uh, if, if you are this Merida, do you know where my spikes are? And I also forget, what happened with the spikes? Um, you guys were sent by Alloy to steal them from him. But, uh, Tajmil had them, right? Y you have no idea how anything... Merida doesn't know. Her, she knows the part of the plan that Tajmil and um, Falcone were supposed to go with the other group to steal them. But she was at the ball when all of that okay. happened. So she's going to, like, lower her head a little bit and say, My deepest apologies, Lord Mistborn, but I unfortunately have no idea where they would be. Uh, go ahead and give me a charm roll. Okay. David? 
Oh, shit. What's your charm? Oh, uh, five. Five. <laughs> Thank you. All right. There's two threes and a nudge. Two threes and a nudge. Um, give me just a second. I did not pull up, not open you. up Spook's character sheet. Um, so he looks at you and he gives you a very level-headed gaze and he says, well then, what do you know about this alloy? I do not know much. The only knowledge I know was from our very short meetings. Uh, do you know where he lives? Where, where have these meetings taken place? I do, unfortunately, but I am hesitant to bring you there since him and you are both a very equal dangerous threat. What kind of threat does Alloy pose? Very deadly. We saw him kill a guy so fast we couldn't even see it. Do... Yeah. I was gonna say, do they even know what he is? Uh, I think at the very least Merida would have to know about Farrakemi. Yeah, yeah. being an information yeah. person. You're going to have to be more specific than very deadly. I don't think you understand the extent of the problem you have here. Unfortunately, I do not. I only know as much as was told me. But I feel both of you could easily kill me. Well then, sounds like we need to go have a visit with this alloy. I think she's just going to stay silent and keep her head down. I don't care which one of you does it. One of you is going to lead me to him. Merida's just going to bring her head up and stare straight as Tajmil. Merida, does Tajmil remember? Because I don't remember how to get there. Am I incapacitated or like, is my am I able to speak with this trachea? Yeah, yeah, you're, you can, or? you can still roleplay as normal, but any time that you try and make a, a, uh, an action with any dice, um, or I think it's just attribute dice, you're going to lose, uh, two dice on that roll. Ooh, okay. So they don't know about me uh, getting those spikes taken from me by that person. They do don't know anything about the mission that you undertook while they were at. We the just ball. well, oh, I think you're a dumbass. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta be in it to win it, and uh, I lost, so I don't have the spikes. Uh, pardon me, Lord Mistborn, but I believe Tajmil here would be the best to know, as he had the closest proximity to your spikes. Had is the key word in that whole ordeal because uh, they're no longer on the premise anymore. And um, you see this, and I'd go to like pull down my um, shirt collar. Do I have to do a roll? No, but you, you, I'm not quite sure what point you're trying to make. I'm trying to show them the injury I have. This guy, the guy who did this to me, well, gal, I should say. Uh, she's got the spikes now, so... Uh, Spook looks Merida up and down. You are intimately involved with this. Otherwise, you wouldn't you know that he was close to my spikes in the first place. I will not deny that. You can either disclose everything to me now, or I will consider you an enemy. Uh, as he says that, he kind of, like, pulls some of the strands of his miscloak back... And he uh, puts uh, his hand on a glass dagger that's on his waist. 
Okay, so Merida's gonna keep her head down and say, I I apologize, but I am not sure how to proceed to keep my life. I am not useful to you when I'm dead. So I believe it'd be useful if we came to some kind of deal. The deal is that you give me the information that I need to take down this threat. Or else you don't keep your life anyway. Okay, she is going to put her head down further and say, very well. And uh, do I have to roleplay telling him about the plan? Uh, it You will have to make some rolls if you're trying to uh, withhold any information. But if you're going to be completely forthcoming, then I think for the sake of expediency, we can assume that anything that he wants to know, he does know. Okay. Um, I guess I'll... Uh, so she's gonna, uh, raise her head a very tiny bit and say that we were involved in, um, getting the spikes and we teamed up with another group and alloy to retrieve them. Tony and I were only as a distraction as far as anything else about what happened to them and what happened in the manor, we are not in the know. But what do you know about Alloy and the kind of danger he poses to me? Super fast. Really, really fast. Blink and you don't even see he was there fast. I do know he... It was crazy. So he's a pharomancer, right? A uh, ferrochemist. Yeah. So I, I'll say that I know that he's a ferrochemist. That is uh, troubling to hear both that a potential enemy is a ferrochemist, and that one of the only remaining ferrochemists, if not the last, is set against us. He's got a really weird cloak, too. It's like a Mistborn cloak, but glued together. That is strange indeed. Why not just have a regular cloak at that point? I don't know. I mean, I can't, I can't really hate on him for it, because... When I met him, my, my clothing was just disastrous. It was terrible. I think Merida's... Wasing a knowing of the plans of the people, of the enemies, and the places. You three, you'll come with me. We're going to confront him, and we're going to take those spikes from him, because if he knows what to do with them, he'll be a far greater danger now than, than, than he is now. The, the time to strike is now. And uh, he pushes Tajmil forward uh, out the door. And he says, show me how to get there, Tajmil. And don't make me kill you. All right, all right. You just had to ask. Lord, Lord Mistborn, do all I have right. time to change into hero clothes? I've, There's I've no time at all. We must, we must act before he can spike himself. Okay. Okay. So do I have any information on where this person left? I can't really remember how. I know I was in a basement. Uh, yeah, if you're if Maybe. you're not making like any attempt to to like like I said with uh, Kelly, if you're not making any attempt to deceive him, then we can just assume that you're taking him straight there. Yeah, I mean, I I want to get back at this guy too. I'm with the, the angry man on today's episode. Mm. Uh, okay. Uh, Tony Merida, anything else that you guys want to do before we uh get rolling, other than change? Uh, uh what happened to Wittens? I forget. Uh, Witten's left for the kitchen. He left out the back yeah, door. Yeah, he's probably gone by now. He left out the back door. Okay. Um, 
Well, Tony would go look for for Wittens and you know tell him to take care of Fluffles and not seeing not seeing Wittens would just um, you know pet Fluffles, make sure he's got some food, and then hurry out the door. Is Fluffles there, or is he? Oh yeah, because you had him for the performance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's jump over to Feldar or Warwick. <laughs> Warwick. Um, go ahead and give me another wits roll. Uh, we'll see if you're able to overhear what's going on in there. So I use my Feldar wits, not my Warwick wits. The only thing I use for Warwick is physique, right? And, and I think you can still even use your Feldar physique for Warwick, but doing so no, ruins no. the uh, like the the body will no longer work the, right. I think. I don't think I can because I don't think I have the mass. I think that's the okay. trick of it, right? When I was reading, like, the mis like, that's Tinsoon's, like, biggest thing with, like, making bodies was either if he had the Yeah, I guess that not. makes sense. So I think with, like, um, that, that is, like, so, the thing with the physique. I still get the yeah, plus you, you'll two you'll at least get the plus two from, from the my blessing of potency. Blessing of potency. Yes. And, I, yeah, I, I had to have calculated in the plus two for my... Uh, I don't think so, because your, your standings with Warwick is six. Your attributes is nine. So, wait, what? With um, war? I think I think you'll. I, uh, two three twos is six. Four three two is nine. So I think what we had you do is make one that was uh one medium, one weak, and then nine points is the attributes for medium. So anything you do physique, you'll get six dice per work. For work. Yeah. yeah, and I I made him specifically. I think four because that. I did. Uh, regardless, yeah, uh, give me a wits roll using Feldar stats. Oh man, it's been so long. I don't even remember if I calculated in the new spike stats with my wits. I think so because I don't think my wits were yeah. six before. Any bonuses to this? I know the place. No, I, don't I, think I so. know the people. No, and you still don't get one for your special connection to Wittens. Okay. Well, I got a pair of twos and two nudges, and a five and a three. But. Uh, so with a pair of twos and two nudges, you're not able to hear full conversations, but you're able to see that Merida has been summoned. Um, you're able to see when, like, she starts to put on, like, shoes and, like, a, a coat to go out. Okay. Um, uh, along with Tony, and then you do hear, you're sure, at one point, the words alloy. Rust and ruin. Oh, Warwick is going to like slowly start standing up and ambling like down the street towards the entrance of like Tony's house. And he's going to try and time it to come about the door when they come out is his goal. Um, okay, um, go ahead and give me a wits roll. Pair of You're fives rolling and a against. Uh, all right, you outbeat uh, Spook's spirit roll at, at a pair of fours. So yeah, um, you come out, uh, or you pass by exactly when you mean to, as Spook and the others start coming out the door. My lord Mistborn, is that you? And he's gonna approach, and he's gonna fall to his knees, 
and grab at his cloak. My lord, I, I hate to ask this of you, but I've fallen on such hard times with my leg and disability. My mother's died recently. I don't know what I'll do. I think I'm starving. And uh, while he's doing this, he's going to try and pickpocket Spook. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me a uh, witch roll. I don't like this. <laughs> While he's doing that, oh, you poor thing. And Tony's going to like fish oh, for some money. Thank God. Him. Thank Harmony. Ooh, it's fun to roll a lot of dice, uh, I got to say. He's a ten-eye. I know he's a ten-eye. I, I have to do something. <laughs> a pair of fours and a nudge, Trevor. I rolled ten dice, and I gave him two free nudges. Uh, and he rolled threes and five nudges. Uh, Are you going to re-roll? Uh, I think what ends up happening is you go to reach for his pocket, and he grabs your hand as you do so. Because five nudges yeah, is a lot of That's a lot of nudges, my man. You could you could also re-roll those dice if you really like according to your rules, right? Yeah, I guess that's fair. A lot of the people do. It. Well, yeah, right, did, David, didn't you say you got fours? A pair of fours and a nudge, just one single nudge. Yeah, so fives and two nudges. So like you you go. go to start to grab for it, and before your hand reaches forward, he grabs your hand and he pull, pushes it back, and then he uh, do you. Do you have any metal on you? I forget. No, I have just the dueling cane. I dropped everything else off at the house. Um, I think then a, a coin like presses into your chest and then starts to push you back away as he then ignores you and continues to walk forward. Damn. Like it's not it's not an aggressive, but like he's pushing you away without having to, right. to contact with you. He's gonna. St- it's the, it's the social distancing method of crowd enforcement. You, did you say he turned away as he was walking away? Yeah. Okay. When he does that, I'm going to try and wink at the party and mouth the words "run." <laughs> Is something wrong with your eye? Are you okay? Here, here, have a little more money. Thank you, my lord. And he's gonna whisper. You should run. Uh, Merida, are you burning tin? Uh, no, I don't think she would be at this moment. Like, like... Well, first of all, I get to roll a lot of dice again. I know. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Uh, yeah, Spooky turns around, and he stares at you. He's gonna run away. It, like in a sad state of affairs, like intentionally so. I'm trying to draw his attention. Is running ah. really the best choice here, though? For you I guys, don't... yes. As a player character, I don't. Think I don't so. think so. Uh, like our best chance of survival is not getting killed by the Lord. Yeah. And if there's anyone in this entire universe at this time. That would be able to protect us from a full-fledged Farrakimist. It would be a Mistborn. Yeah. Yeah. And Tony didn't want to be a criminal in the first place, so he's not going to lose the opportunity to be a hero for the Lord Mistborn. I say, if Merida saw uh, Warwick and even heard him, she would not run. Like she has the worst physique of everyone. 
Uh, so Warwick's running. Yeah, he's getting out of there. Uh, give me a physique roll plus two. So six. Yep. I I'm going to admit I still have a lacerated leg. So I'm gonna roll five. Oh, I don't know how burdens work with Condra. I know, we discussed this oh. l last time, and I think just for game mechanics, they have to stick around. Uh, well, and uh, if I was rolling against you, it might be relevant. No. Okay. I mean, he's going to catch me, right, if he wants to catch me. I'm just trying to make a sad state of affairs and run away. A uh, pair of ones and two nudges. Uh, okay, so you start to run away. Um, the Lord Mistborn looks at Merida and says, Do you know that boy? She's you gonna don't. say no, because like, I've never seen Warwick. No um, he gives Tajmil a little shove and starts uh, continues the, the journey towards Alloy's place. Alright, buddy, come on, let's go get him. I hope you get better time soon. So is it just me and him no, no, going, no, or no? We're no, he's bringing everybody. Okay, and uh, I'll eventually try and loop around and follow them. Damn it, this is not going to go well. Uh, give me a. Are you trying to sneak, or are you trying to stay far enough back because you know where they're going? Far enough back because I know where they're going. If if. Uh, go ahead and get a wits roll then. And I'm going to give you plus one because you do know where they're going. Uh, even with that plus one, I got a pair of twos and a nudge. Okay. Um, so you guys are walking towards Alloy's place. Uh, I'm very willing to time skip there if nobody has any role playing they want to do in the meantime. Uh, but I do want to give you the option. Um, I think, I think Tony would, uh, um, excuse me, Mr. Lord Mistborn? What is it? If, if anything happens to me, I didn't see Wittens. Could you make sure that Fluffles gets taken care of? Uh, he kind of, like, halters for a moment and then looks at you and says, what is a Fluffles? Fluffles, he's... He's my pet mist rabbit. You you saw him at the show, didn't you? Oh wait, you weren't there at the show. That's right. No, there were other matters that I had to attend to tonight. Well, he's he's my pet. He's my pet mist rabbit, and he's he's very friendly. He's an adorable creature, and he's a vegetarian, so he's easy to take care of. A mist wraith can't be a vegetarian. Oh, but Fluffles is. He's a good boy. Regardless, if if something happens to you tonight, it's likely that something has happened to me as well. So, it's it'd be best if we were both focused more on the task at hand. Oh, right. Smart. Got it. Focusing. And Tony, like, you know, makes it a, a concentrated effort to look focused. But just looks constipated <laughs> instead. Constipa concentrated, constipated. That's right. Uh, Merida, are you still not burning tin? How close are we to Alloy? 
Uh, we will say that you guys are about five minutes out at this point. Yeah, I'd start burning it now. Okay, go ahead and give me a wits roll plus your tin. Okay, uh, David, um, my wits is five and tin adds two. Uh, should it last east add ten? Oh, okay, so ten dice. Or I'm not sorry, not ten, but five. Yeah, that's what I yes, thought. Yes, ten dice. Yeah, you start with an allomantic rating of five, right? Lots of dice. That's a pair of fives and three nudges, my friend. Nice. Uh, so almost at the same time, uh, Merida, actually just a little bit faster, uh, you both hear the scraping of footsteps speeding away into the distance as you get close to Alloys. I'm going to uh, relay this information to Lord Spook. So I'm going to point ahead and be like, I heard footsteps. Yeah, I, I heard the same. It it would appear that maybe we've been spotted. Uh-oh. Do you want me to have my bird circle around and make a couple passes? I mean, it is a distraction bird after all. You don't have a bird right now. Yeah, I, the last that I know of, uh, um... Sonichu. Sonichu, he was uh, out into the wind because you were getting manhandled. Oh, I figured he would have just came back around. That's not the first time that I went through that ordeal. Uh, I think that's fair. Um, I think that at one point, um, he just kind of like flies up and lands on your shoulder. And Lord Spook kind of gives it a second glance, but then ignores it uh, and let and you guys keep walking. Uh, what, what do you mean, use your bird? Like, I mean, if it's, uh, if we think we're being followed, can't I send my bird? You know, be like... Well, I know we're being followed. Whoever that boy was has been trailing us from a few blocks back, thinking that I can't see him, but... <laughs> okay, never mind. There's right. somebody ahead yeah. who saw us and ran off ahead. Okay. Well, can, can we still see him from now? Can I... Because he I do have that... Um, what is he? He's, he's, I could say follow. You know, he can do that command. All I heard was the footsteps. And he's been continuing to walk okay. forward as uh, as he, they've been talking about this. Well, how sure are you guys that this is even someone that is, you know, involved with us in the first place? It's very obvious. There's a, there's a okay. specific pattern okay. to a sentry who's been alerted. Fair enough. I mean, I, I'm definitely not one of the... Who else would be going somewhere hot. at this time of night in such a hurry out of nowhere? Oh, I, it could be anybody. It could be a... Yeah, one of us. Well, could be us moving, in the future. They are moving faster than we are. Maybe through some type of quantum tunneling, we're actually just hearing our own footsteps from the future. Be ready for an ambush. Tajma, oh, you have a fast me. run, don't you? Yeah, I'm pretty quick at the foot. The thing about traps is you never know what the bait is. It's best we just keep going at the same pace we have been and deal with the threats as they come. I mean, I'm Smart. pretty banged up still anyways there. So, I think you're right on that. Tony grabs his dueling cane and gets ready to hit something. Uh, the next few minutes pass without um, anything else happening. Until you are standing on the street outside of Alloy's house, and uh, you can see the the house from where you are now. So, are we gonna just go in, or should we knock first? I Which house? Is it? 
Well, I, mean, I figured Merida would have some information oh, on that. Yeah, you, you can point to the house, uh, Tajriel. Uh, you know which one it is. Oh, Tony points. Well, Tony does know so, what it looks like. He just doesn't know how to get there. <laughs> okay, so Tony Tony points to the house. Um, you you said that there was a secret basement. Yeah, they put they put Dug furniture it. on top of it. Do you remember how to open it? I, I probably just do. pulled it, didn't they? We did, we didn't open it. I didn't open it. This isn't the same basement that I got strangled in. No, that was Spook's uh, secret okay. basement. There's a lot of secret basements. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It was just it wasn't even like a, a latch or anything. It was just a simple trap door that was covered up by like a rug and a um, end table. Yeah, she'll just relay that to Lord Spook. Uh, I think then we should infiltrate fast. We should open it quickly, and we should try and uh, try and take this head on whatever trap they might have ready for us. So Merida's gonna get out her dueling cane and follow after Lord Spook. Um, Tony just books it towards the house. All right, Trevor. You know what we talked. Did you say something, yeah, David? I said, "All right, Trevor." Right before they bust in the house, I think there's a conversation I need to have. <laughs> okay, uh, let's jump over to Feldar. Uh, internally, Feldar is going to reach out to the uh, to good old Harmony, and he's going to say, "I don't think this was in our contract." But I'm pretty sure the Lord Mistborn and Alloy are about to get into it. Did manage to keep some notes about spikes away from them, so kind of need direction here. Uh, give me a spirit roll. That's horrible. Isn't it? It's horrible. That's a... F wow. That worked, actually. I can't make this up, man. That's pair of fives. Uh, you feel a uh, the focus of an intention on you, and you you feel a little bit of your anxiety kind of fall away, and a little bit of your confidence bolstered. Um, and you hear the voice in your head say back to you, "That is grave news indeed." It would seem things are advancing far more quickly than we could have imagined. Uh, I cannot do much, but I will send what help I can. How should I proceed? <laughs> I, uh, I can't, I can't see everything. There's, I see, I see spook, but I don't know what you're up against. I... Be be ready to help in what way you can. I there's there's something blocking my ability to. The I've sent what help I can. The rest is up to you. And you you still feel a little bit of the lingering effects of that um the soothing and the rioting from Harmony, mm -hmm. but you do feel that attention focusing elsewhere. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and heal the spirit that you used. Okay. Um, for getting those fives, and I'm going to give you a free die moving forward for whatever role that you want to assign it to. Okay. Um, 
at that point, I think, what is the distance to my house? To Fel Feldar's Lord Falcom abode. Um, go ahead and give me a spirit roll. I don't like those. I, st I still, yeah, that's a nothing. And I'm going to charge one for this. That, that's absolutely nothing. So, uh, It is a fair distance. You would expect it to take at least 20 minutes to get there and back. All right. He's going to start sprinting. Full force there and back. All right. Um, let's then jump back to the main group. Um, any last minute role play before we enter the house? I don't know how much use I'm going to be in this situation, but... I think Merida's just going to keep her eye on the surroundings and... Be prepared behind Spook. Yeah, I think I think Tony is just like shouting again as he's charging in. Uh, I think you might start to shout, and then he, then Spook would like then go to stop you from like making a large noise. Because like you guys still aren't running forward yet either. Well, no, uh, Tony did start running. Uh, yeah, then he's definitely gonna like stop you and like put a hand on you and like tell you like no, don't we. We're going to make noise when we get there, but we don't want to let them know that we're here. Although, I suppose they already do. Oh, okay. Quiet voice. I can do that. Okay. And then another one. Merida, go ahead and give me a uh, tin roll. So, ten dice, to, uh, David. It's just as many as I've got. That was much better than my last one. Um, That's three, four... Three fours and a nudge. Uh, yeah, so you notice um, as the Lord Mistborn uh, tries to stop Tony, um, just for an instant, um, there is a curtain on one of the windows that flickers open and shut very quickly. I think they know we're here. I saw the curtains move. I saw it too. I'm good at distractions. You want me to distract um, him? I forget. Do you have any of your fireball stuff left? I think he burned all uh, of that. I'll have to check. I doubt it. Well, I mean, isn't my bird a distraction? Oh, on a side note, Trevor, how what what is Spook's Almantic rating? Is he ten? Uh, I've gotten him pretty heavy. I've got him at seven for everything since he's had twenty years to master it. Oh, I I would figure like. The effects of being like a Lorazium or like pure harmony gifted Mistborn, like Elend, you know. Uh, I I would think he would also has access to just about every stunt. Oh yeah, that's fun. So I I see next to my ammo it says three fire two flash, that would have inevitably been before the show. Mm -hmm. I know that I used at least one of the fires. But I, I don't know if I used all the flashes, so I would assume I'd have at least one flash left and maybe one fire. Uh, I'm good with one flash and one fire. Uh, Brian, I think when we talked about Sonichu having that distraction, um, it will be a single target kind of thing. Okay. So, and, so, like, you definitely could, like, send him to a window to try and make a bunch of noise. That's something that I'd let you do, um... But it's not going to be like it attracts everybody in the building over there. Especially since they have a certain advantage uh, going for them right now. Yeah. Okay. Fair One enough. that I will not name specifically, but I have accounted for. 
All right. Uh, you guys make it up to the door, and I think uh, Spook goes ahead and just tries to kick the door in. Tony is going to broadcast fear. Go ahead and give me a rioting roll. Uh, I'm going to give you a minus one penalty because you can't see your target. Okay. I remember what my stats are. It's been a long time. Okay. So that is six minus one is five. What does effect crowd say? It says lose two dice. Uh, you don't need to use effect crowd for this. Okay. Uh, let me double check if I have anything that I can... Nope. Nope. Uh, Brian, did you want to use Sonichu while uh, Spook is breaching the door? Um, can, uh, he, he's going hot, right? Spook? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to kick the door open. Okay. Yeah, the, there, there wouldn't really, I don't think, would be a tactical advantage to that, personally. Okay, threes. Yeah, so with threes, you you kind of have gotten a feel for when you can tell when you're affecting somebody, and you reach out and you for a moment feel like you're riding somebody's fear, and then after just a moment, the effect ends, and well, you're I, not no, sure why. We wouldn't be able to feel it, right? I would just, I would feel the alamancy, but you can't feel whether it's affecting them, right? I'm not. I think that at some point, like you kind of. Like, you have to be able to tangibly understand what something to be able to affect it. You know what I mean? Um, sure. sure. I, I know but, that there's, uh, like, an aura you, have to you like can see put out. Them, right? Because that's, that's a whole thing about needing to understand the emotions. If I can't even I, see them. I might be going out on a limb to say this, but I do think that there there is an aspect where maybe you can tell. Like, especially since you knew there was a target. Um... With with threes, I want to give you the advantage of feeling as if there's there's one less thing to be affected in the area. Okay. Cause I, uh, maybe I just, not. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm abusing the uh, the power there a little bit. Yeah, I I, I, I I feel like it would have whatever effect, but Tony would have no idea whether or not. I mean, unless something is physically stopping him from using his alamancy, but I don't I don't think an alamancer even knows if someone was wearing an aluminum hat, right? That's how we'll play it then. Um, you kind of like push out this wall, this field, and for some reason there's a certain spot where it just feels like there's a gap. Uh, oh, that's when weird. you go forward in down, because you're just kind of like, are you spreading it out like in a full bubble and then excluding the people that you know, or like just towards Basically, the house? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, just so, carpet bombing the house with fear. So below below the house is a bubble where it feels like you can't push your alamancy into. Wow, that's weird. Um, as you say that, Spook kicks the door and it goes rocketing into the house and hits the back wall and comes uh, falling forward. And you see that the wall behind it is a little bit damaged. Um, and he quickly charges into the house. Yep, Tony follows on his heels. Uh, quickly now, show me where the trap door is. Right, she's gonna point him to it, and she's gonna help uh, push furniture away and pull it up. Uh, as you get into the other room where you know it is, you see that it is standing open, and the furniture's already been moved away. And at the last moment, as you turn the corner, 
the uh, there's like a rope that pulls on it and it closes again. Oh, that's tricky. So she's going to kind of like lean up against the wall with her dueling cane and tell Lord Spook that something is up. I know this is a trap, but there's really no choice that we have here. If if he has enough knowledge to spike himself, then we might even be too late already. We could have another Lord Ruler on our hands here. Quick aside, just just for my knowledge, I forget did did David give this no the spikes to them? No. Okay, that's what I thought. Very intentionally, no, because he's one of the only characters here that knows the implications of spikes oh. like that. So he was like, they can't know how to use them. He tried to steal the whole thing if he could have, but that didn't work out. All right, so Meredith... You were asking about the spikes, though, weren't you, John? Yeah, I was wondering if, if David gave the spikes over to Alloy. Oh, yeah, the spikes, but not, personally. but not the notes on the spikes. Yeah, I let them be taken. I took two myself. Okay, I don't so think you have... had notes on the spikes ever. Yeah, I did. They were... At least not like the, no no the, you didn't have no, the I didn't, book that I didn't you have wanted. the book but there were cursory notes on it on him allergy stuff that I found in the drawer that I uh, stashed back at my house that I kept from them I think. okay not okay yeah. um I, I think I remember that yeah. now um but the to that meta question there was the book that he specifically asked for that nobody found. Which was Lord Spook's book, presumably. Right? Presumably. Yeah. So, um, I think what Merida's gonna do is she gonna gonna try to creep around the back of the trapdoor and kind of like nod to Lord Spook like on his mark to like get ready to pull it open. Okay. Um then uh let's go ahead and see and on his mark or Merida's mark? On, on his mark, mark, I think. Yeah. Uh, Tony and Tajmil. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, Taj- any preparations you guys are doing? Tajmil just goes over to try and open the, the the trap door. I mean, Tony does. Um, I, I'd probably be uh, sticking close to this guy who could protect me, which is the you know best option I have in this point because I'm, I'm so physically hindered uh and i think that before you guys breach down there he hands you back your uh vial of steel he drinks his a couple of vials he has on himself and then um he hands you a small uh he hands you back your coin purse uh and he very seriously looks you in the face and he says if you betray me i will kill you before i die um and give me a spirit roll Okay, so that is, I think, four spirit. Nope, yeah, that'd be four, because I got three spent. Oh, boy. I got two threes, a two, and a one. Uh, You feel a very, very oppressive hand dampen every emotion in your body except for your fear, and you feel that fear increasing to a point where you almost feel irrationally scared of him. Okay, he's like freaking me out a little bit. And then just as quickly as it came on you, it ends, and you have the coin purse in your hands. Oh, sweet. 
See, I knew I could trust you. Um, let's jump over to Feldar for just a moment. Why don't you go ahead and give me a wits roll? Not a wits roll, a physique roll. Okay. Uh, paraphors and a nudge. Uh, you feel like you're making very good time, but it still is taking quite a while for you to get back. Yeah. Uh, and I think that I might want to call the episode here before we open up that door. Uh, we're about there on time. I don't want to get into anything that will take up the another 20 to 30 minutes before then. So let's go ahead and keep everybody in suspense for another two weeks. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will be back in another two weeks time, and I hope you join us then to continue on this adventure. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Good luck. Have fun. Bye. See ya. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at LLOS Podcast. Or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.